Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, welcome back, as always, on the ones and twos. We got the big man. How we doing, Big Rob? Good. How are yourself, Tom? Good, man. Enjoying the weather as always. It's, I don't know. It's, it's very nice out here. Yeah, it's sneaky. It's sneaky like muggy, though. Um, maybe it's just hot. I don't know. But nonetheless, did you catch any of the travelers this weekend? Oh, man. You know what? It was like one of those weekends where it was all pool all weekend. I did catch a little bit here and here. I did catch most of the – I was more interested in Lexi's uh, meltdown for the LPGA, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, I caught the, a little bit of the end. I really wasn't – I just didn't catch my attention, to be honest with you. I just think Xander and Cantley play so slow that it just I, – I lost all interest in it. Yeah, I caught the end. I didn't see much of it. Um, the Lexi meltdown, dude, that's got to be – it's obviously a mental thing for her, like sure. especially majors, short putts, like. And then I don't know if this is true or not. Um, I saw somebody kind of bagging her uh, on Twitter, basically saying like she's the Brooks of the LPGA with just kind of like how her attitude changes depending on how she plays. I'm like, dude, she's human. When you right. play that, when you yeah. play that, are you in a great mood? Like, do you always want to talk about? you know, your shitty round. No. Right. And, right. you know, I get it. It's gotta be hard for, her. you know, what is this like the second or third time? Oh, it's the second time in like the last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it was, uh, it was really, you know, I turned it on cause it was gotten so early. Right. You know, it was done by four o'clock. So that was the nice part. And then started going back and forth to the travelers, but yeah, it was just like, um, to see her miss those putts because you know that's like what we do right or at least i do sometimes where it's like you're just out of body experience and you push it right or you know you get the the mental game going and like oh crap you know handshaking but yeah i felt terrible for yeah uh speaking of meltdowns i mean another meltdown our guy my guy at least the gala you know yeah again man he just gets he did get super unlucky with that lie I don't know what shot he was trying to play from there. Bad swing, but nonetheless, yeah. you know, the guy gets – he got screwed at, what, the waste management on 17. Yep. Kind of gets that shit lie. Yeah. And then the lip out bogey, like, I felt it so was, bad. Yeah. I mean, that had to be more crushing than the waste management, I would assume. Well, yeah, I mean, that sand shot, that was – I know that's what you're referring to. It was just like, what were you trying to do? Like, wow. you know, like, I think he was trying to go for it. And no, yeah, but like, you know, Andy and Brendan shotgun start brought up. It's like, pitch it out. You still have a pitching wedge in. Right. Worse, you make bogey. You know, and then you're because you know who's to say if you made bogey that Xander would have birdied the 18. You know, type deal thing. Right. Right. It's a whole different mentality when you see that happen. So yeah, that lip out was crazy though too. Well, speaking, of, speaking of seeing that happen, that's exactly what Xander saw in front of him. And then mm -hmm. he throws a dart to yeah. 10 feet mm -hmm. and then two putts for a two-point or a, a two-stroke victory. Like, I mean, he couldn't have been gifted a a better tournament. Speaking yeah, of – Yeah, I, I got a lot of uh, Hideki vibes off of uh, Tahiti. I mean, I'm saying his name wrong, but with, like, all his crazy one-handed swings this weekend and, like, over-exaggeration, but then they yeah. ended up good. It was just like, okay, come on, guy. Yeah. The guy, are you bagging Thigala right now? Well, no, I don't mean to be, but it was, like, you know, I know some of them are, like, very exaggerated, and then he's, what, 15, 20 feet from the pin? It's like, I okay. Know, I do know what you're talking about, and I will agree with you. I hate when guys do that. Like, JT's known for it. Even Rory, 
that's probably where he picked it up, you know, where yeah. they hit this like dramatic, you know, club toss kind of yeah. like, like pouting. Yeah. If you're going to do it, just fucking throw your club. Or how, how he lines up. I don't, I think it's interesting how he lines up his club, right? He puts it yeah. past the ball and he brings it back type deal thing. Yeah. But no, I like him. I hope he does win. I, I, you know, I felt bad, but then I checked to see what he made and he made what over like $700,000. So it's like, you know. Yeah. But, you know, you'd like to see him get his first sure. Uh, sure. PJ Tour victory. Um, speaking of golf, Rob, did you play any golf this weekend? Um, I wasn't planning on it, but Sunday morning, I, I couldn't sleep. I woke up, I think about, you know, at five o'clock or so. And I, I live right by Village Greens of Woodridge, which is, you know, it's more of a um, outing course, but, you know, it's the, the park district course. So I walked, I went over there and got on there, was like the first person on the course at, I don't know, like 530, 540, 15 bucks to walk. It was great. It was like Serenity, you know, like a golf Mecca where the sunrise is coming up, just very peaceful. It was great. You know, played a couple balls on a couple holes, just working on some things. So yeah, I got that in for fun. That was, that felt great. That, that, to me, like stuff like, like around like that changes your mood, right? Makes oh. you get back into fall, loving golf or, you know, makes your rest of your day that much better, you know, type I deal. was going to say, you were probably driving home like, man, I do have it. I, I do have it pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Extra, right. Extra thankful. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. And it was almost like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was our version of like Sunday morning mass. Right. You know, you yeah. just like felt, yeah, it was good. So no one was out there and then, I was laughing because when I finished up, you know, the first tee is like groups upon groups. It almost felt like when we were at Silver Lakes uh, the other weekend. Yeah. I was just sitting there laughing my ass off like, man, you guys got like five, six hour rounds type deal thing. Was anybody even behind you at that time? No, I I flew. Yeah, I did. Um, I, I went off and then I, I it was funny because I'm like five minutes from the course. So I pulled in the parking lot and I think I was like maybe the first car in there, maybe another car, the guy was getting out, setting up his push cart, but uh, he was taking his time. So I just like <laughs> went straight to the clubhouse and like, yeah, go ahead. And yeah. When I, like I said, I didn't see anybody behind me. I didn't see anybody in front of me. So it was nice. 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 I, uh, I got out as well. Well, not this weekend. I got out yesterday, which is yeah. pretty much my Sunday. So played a practice round at old Oak. I'm hoping cause we we've, We've discussed this, but I, I'm hoping because I've done this twice. And, well, this would be my third time. Sure, I've played two practice rounds and never got in my official round. So right. I'm hoping this this breaks that whole trend. Uh, How'd it go? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although was in great shape. Besides the greens, the greens were very chopped up, beat up. Really? Yeah. Super disappointing because those greens are usually in pretty good shape um like are you talking about like ball marks old bar ball yeah, marks yeah that? ball marks oh. that's hence where my my mm. came from today i was thinking yeah. About it. yeah i mean they they still rolled nice like when they you know weren't chewed up but there was man there was a couple holes yeah and then it just got me thinking again i'm like dude the, these places are so understaffed for the amount of play that they're allowing they're obviously all overplayed right yeah so if you can't find additional staff, I mean, you're not adding anything to the course by just, you know, having your, your maintenance crew in over their head, trying to, you know, obviously those guys can't spend 30 minutes a hole fixing right. Walmart. Right. right. I just don't get why courses don't start, you know, a little volunteer group, sure. you know, in, in maybe have an AM and a PM, maybe, you know, two, three hours max, at different holes, fix some ball marks. Yeah. Boom. You can come back whenever you want. Maybe give them two rounds for free. What it what is that to the course? I mean, that's nothing to them. Yeah. I mean, when we and Vince worked at Pawpaw, you know, for a ranger and they made us have that contraption on our cart. Yeah. We to get off and cool. do it. Or like, you know, we shit, man. We were I think I started working there when I was like 10. And that was our jobs, the cans and the ball marks, you know, type deal thing. Yeah. But going back, so even after the round, I was talking to a couple of the guys from work I played with. I'm like, man, I wish I wish I wish I lived closer to this place. Their practice facility is awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, they got a little short par three with like an actual tee box that I kind of never knew about until yesterday mm -hmm. when I like just turned around. I never really noticed it. Um, and then they have 
you know, the short shipping green, mm -hmm. two putting, you know, practice yeah. greens. I mean, they're they're practiced just in general. The grounds there are awesome. Wait, wait, um, they have a par three? Yeah, dude. So you know when you pull in the lot? Yeah. Actually, this is a better description. You know where the 18th hole is? Yeah. So picture the 18th green and picture you're walking up. Oh, behind it. Yeah, and picture yeah, yeah, yeah. you not stopping. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They have like a little tee box there. No shit. Maybe I just never recognized the tee box. I mean, I think that's what it is. Okay. But yeah, then they have their short game area yeah. where, you know, you could pitch up to probably at least 70 yards. Mm -hmm. All of the greens are super nice, the practice greens, and then the range is yeah. pretty sweet. Um, all in all, I've said this last podcast, even with their, their beat up greens, which I hope they, uh, they do something this week. Maybe the rain helped a little bit. Um, still, it still stays in my top five around here. I just, yes. for whatever reason, the course is so fun. Um, we hit, I literally hit, I think besides my five iron, I hit every club in the back. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good round. Um, pretty peaceful round. I played by my well. I was no club. No club throws. No, I was I was on my own. We we had a threesome. My two work buddies were together. Um, but it was it was kind of one of those like where I I couldn't get comfortable. I don't know how to say it because I was with work guys, right? Yeah. So I kind of had to, you know. Not behave. To, you don't want yeah, to be yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say not be a dick, but behave is probably a, a better word. Yeah. Um, but also I was a little bit more focused, right? So, like, you know, obviously I wanted to play well. Um, dude had so oh, here's the other thing too. The bunkers, so the greens and the bunkers. The bunkers were unplayable. Really? Uh, concrete with just like you know. Dude. no no soft sand like you not to in, like interrupt in but sand and it was crunching i played we played in dsl's golf outing at glen eagles last yeah. wednesday yeah dude they let obviously they haven't done anything right because a dsl's outing was their last outing they closed yeah. for good next week yeah the bunkers literally just grass <laughs> grass and weeds dude growing through everything i i was like we started on the par three on the white course. I think it was whole seven. Yeah. And you just look into bunkers right away. It's like, they, they just have not give a fuck, which I, oh, wow. I understand. Right. Yeah. You know, right. All you're going to do is outings there and they're, they're shut down next week for good. And if, especially if this is the last outing, nothing rakes, like yeah. literally bushels of weeds and grass in every single bunker. It was yeah. crazy. But anyways, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just, it's disappointing. Cause the, like it's the, Old Oak's not a dog track. And, sure. and, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, they didn't water them today. Like, with the heat, I would I would have guessed they watered them last week. Like, that's how they were crunchy, hard. You yeah. couldn't – if I threw a ball as hard as I could into the, into the sand, it would have, like, just bounced and then trickled. Like, it wasn't soft. Right. Hard as a rock. So, virtually, when you're in the sand, you, you know, you kind of yeah. just had to, like – make of it but yeah besides that oh, the tea boxes tea boxes were fine everything yeah. else is fine the fairways were meant yeah um yeah the course is it was lush i mean it uh it was playing pretty quick the greens overall i mean i still had a blast yeah I, I love that place but yeah i mean Did you get all 18 in yeah we teed off at 410 too um we probably finished up at like i would say eight okay yeah, we played pretty quick. Um, pace was pretty good up until probably like 15. We got stuck behind some some bozos. But other than that, like, it was beautiful. Again, I just think I, I rode off Twilight Golf too soon. I mean, <laughs> right. the last two times I've played it, I've, I've had the same feeling. Like, you know, man, this is really peaceful and calm and like sure. – or maybe because it's at the end of the day, so I'm not rushing to like get back home. I don't know if that's – take into account at all um but yeah overall good good weekend um i have some golf coming up next weekend or this weekend actually so i think i'm jumping back on the horse where i'm playing like two times a week there you go yeah i told that i well 
we'll see if that happens. But I told, yeah, right. <laughs> I told my wife last night, I'm like, you know, I just need to play more. I need to either that or I need to go to the range at least like once or twice a week for like an yeah. hour and get more swings in. Um, but yeah, Sunday I'm playing Rav with my cousins. And then Monday I'm playing Old Oak for my official tentatively. Oh, nice. Yeah. So how about you? Do you have anything coming up this weekend? <laughs> Um, well, we're playing Bowes Creek Thursday morning, which I'm pretty pumped for. Oh, yeah. Um, seeing that we got to be in by Friday, but yeah, so excited about that. Saw a lot of people over the weekend post on that Chicago golfers about playing Bowes Creek and the shape and everything. So, and the pictures look pretty good. Yeah. So excited about that. And then we're heading up to Lake Michigan. So to our cottage. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to bring the clubs because I think I, I'm just going to, I don't want to. I would, I would, you don't ever, don't ever write it off. At least bring them. You might wake up again at 4.30 and be like, hey, I want to go play nine at beaches. Yeah, right. Or yeah, just go to Pawpaw. So we'll see. Um, We'll make room, I guess, in the car for those. And then, yeah, but uh, that's the plans right now. Bo's this Thursday and then see what happens next week. Strap them on the hood. Yeah, she might unstrap them on purpose as I'm (laughs) taking off, though. Right, right. Uh, Other golf news rob we have big news on the pga tour slash the dp world tour slash live i mean a lot happening a lot happening a lot do you ever remember golf being like this big in the news uh not like this no i mean obviously tiger coming back stuff like that but this has just been like non-stop like you think it's going to slow down a little bit and then it picks right back up and when it picks right back up it's even more than the previous time the waves are pretty big so and don't get me wrong, I'm not. We're not talking global news here. Like in the golf community, sure, yeah, right. New, yeah. It, it's been crazy, man. I just, I mean, I don't even know what to think of all of it. Um, I think what the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour did, I think that is definitely going to help. Obviously, this is all in response to live, right? Oh yeah. You know, it's just sad that it took this, right, in order for this to happen. So in, in yeah, I mean. You got what happens. Hold on. In some regards, are we giving a tip of the cap to Phil? Sorry about that. Uh, I guess. I mean, he's the one that stepped out front and started the whole thing, right? And then it's probably good that he went away for like four months and then uh, came back. I mean, look look what's happening. I mean, I don't trust me. I'm not giving him full credit. Yeah. But, again, look at all these things happening in terms of purse money and sure, uh, sure. the schedule and now yeah. and now we're partnering with the dp world tour like they must the pg tour has to feel some type of threat yeah from, from the live tour but anyways what what that consists of is the top 10 dp world tour players well first mm-hmm. of all they signed a 13-year deal right with pg yeah extended and it that's going to be a feeder Mm-hmm. And the top. Well, two- he doesn't want it to be a feeder. That's uh, the one thing that he kept on pushing today. Um, DPT World Tour. What's his? Uh, I always forget his name. But he's. That was his article today about they're not a feeder into. I mean, they're their own tour, which kind of like. Sure, you know, but you know. Sure, Mister. No, President. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, sure, Mister President. But essentially, <laughs> the PGA Tour is, is taking your ten best guys. Yeah. Um. So ten best guys, top players earn their card yep. um, on the PGA Tour. And then in addition to that, the PGA Tour added to that by allowing now the top 30 KFT players yep. to earn their PGA Tour card. And that's up five from 25, you know, previously. Yep. Um, and then as well as the top five Q, Q school players, whether that's tied or not, to earn their card as well. So. Yeah. I mean, they're doing everything they can. And then was it – what was the, the – what, two or three events? Is it DP World Tour or is it the Corn Ferry that they're doing like a elite uh, two or three events that each person – the winners are going to take like $1.5 home or something like that too, they said? I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not sure if it's the – I don't know if it's the KFT or if it's DP, but – That's smart. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, it was in that. It was part of that article I was reading about how you know they're not a feeder tour type deal thing. It was all like that's where it's like it gets all confusing, right? Because there's all this 
information, especially on Twitter, just all pushing out and everybody's tweeting this, tweeting that, trying to read all these articles and catch up. And it's just like crazy. I guess I want to, my question is like, you know how they signed that, uh, the what number two amateur from Oklahoma state. Yeah. Yeah. Like what does that do since he has not taken money or anything like that for, you know, with the PGA, I was confused about that. Like since he hasn't played on the PGA, hasn't taken any money and he's straight, you know, is it, does that, if he leaves live, can he try to qualify for the PGA or is that like, you know, that is the one thing I was confused about. Yeah. I get what you're saying. So versus a player who was already on the PGA tour leaving and then you yeah, know, being allowed back, I would, I would think, um, you know, at some point, whether it spends a while in the court system, they, I don't see how that could happen. You know, yeah. them, them resigning, that's a little bit different. I could, I could kind of see the PGA tour stance on that, but if you had a guy who essentially never was an employment or employer of said employer, and then, you know, has another job, why can't he go work for said employer in the future? I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to do my due diligence and get back to you on that one. Speaking about the live, are you going to share with everybody your uh, news? <laughs> my live news. So yes, I'm going to. <laughs> Um, but it, it gets a little complicated. So dating back to last week's pod, um, I heard back from the live representatives and I was officially brought on. Well, not yet. They have to do a background check. I um, spit out my water when you sent me that email text. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I received confirmation that I indeed um, have been assigned to the committee of volunteers under the supply distribution committee. Uh, now I have to send a background check and blah, blah, blah. I even have to go to like um, some type of open registration and sit there and probably learn safety and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, dude, this has now turned into like a week job where, <laughs> where I'm not getting paid. Um, I also have a job. So like I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to go to this thing. Um, <laughs> It's crazy that they make you go through all those hoops, especially with like, like we were talking about, I'm pretty, I think I saw on Twitter, what they're still looking for like 500 volunteers for Portland. this week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, you know. Yeah. I think that probably the whole volunteers thing, I'm, I'm sure that was like the least of their worries at the time, but now it's, sure. it's creeping yeah. up on them. And yeah, I mean, you do need people to, to run events. And I wonder if the PGA tour has reached out to like any of their you know, main volunteers and said, Hey, listen, you know, you don't volunteer in these events, let them starve. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they could probably get people, but again, like even you have to have some kind of vetting process. You can't right. just like, yeah, here, right. yeah, here's, yeah. A, here's a shirt, man. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> come on and be a marshal. Um, yeah, so drive yeah, so-and-so here to there. Yeah. So I, I mean, I get that part, but yeah. I, so yeah, I, it's cool. I'm hoping I can make a day, um, you know, maybe even if I tell them like, yeah, I'll be there all, whatever, all four days. And then just knowingly only be there for one day. Yeah. Um, whatever. But yeah, that was, that was an interesting email. I was pumped to get that. I'm going to see what I could do to, to make it um, for at least a day. Uh, sure. I'm going to, I'm going to be like, I'm going to respond back to this day. Like, Hey, is there any way to like bypass? I I'll do the background check and everything like that. But like, is there any way you could just send me like a PDF of like the registration that I need to be at? Yeah. And then I'll just see, uh, you know, in September or whenever it is. Right. So yeah, good news. Um, also good news, Rob, we have the Southside tour PGA champion, Mr. Brian, AKA Bubba Hogan. <laughs> so he will join us. We're going to walk through his, uh, impressive round at the uh belmore woods country club there for the pga championship i can yeah so we will uh we'll see him shortly here all right folks we are back with the pga the south side tour pga championship mr brian bubba hogan what's up there bubs what's up there bub hey bub <laughs> how about two that time round? two time two time two time, two time pga two champion? Time. back yeah. to back years no you're I went right. with DK and Barn at uh, Oak Forest. 
the Forest Preserve and Oak Forest. Oh, George Dunn. Uh, George Dunn. Yeah. Was what that year? the PGA two years ago? Was that two years ago or the first year? Two years ago? No, we played George Dunn two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Two years ago. Hell yeah. 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 Two time. There you go. Well, both super tough tracks. You came out firing, Bob. I'm going to pull up your card here because it's impressive. <laughs> so, you want me to walk you through it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'll walk you through it, Teets. Right, one, <laughs> one, I go left. Yeah. And you know my miss isn't left. No. Nope. I'm left, but I'm fine. I'm where me, you, Rohican, and Murph were. I, I throw a low three iron out to like 100. 52 in kick in birdie. Two. Let's go. What did you say? Let's go. <laughs> no, I started, I was already sweating. Me and Barn, Barnes got me walking out at Belmoral, 6.40 in the morning, 180% humidity. And I'm already in or pushing. Thinking, I'm like, we're the first two guys on the course. We're the first two guys on the course by an hour. Were you carrying or pushing? Carrying. Oh. I made that mistake at that last week too at Klein Creek. I, I, I feel you, man. No moral. Dude, I don't mind walking, but it's just we could have taken two separate carts. We would have been done in an hour and 15 minutes. Belmoral is is like probably at the very end of the list of courses you want to walk and carry <laughs> at that at the least. That was uh well, I guess it's a good thing. I guess I gotta walk when I play next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys always walk, but yeah. So then you come out. And well, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm looking at net. That's hold on. That's hold on. I'll tell you. This is this is where I thought things went south. All right. What do I do on two? Put it in the water. I throw it in the water. <laughs> Left. What do I got? I got like 198 home, rough, because I drop. I take my water drop. Yeah. I got 198 home, in the rough from behind that creek. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You're deep. Deep. Would you throw it to five feet? A foot and a half. Oh. No. Oh. Another kick I hit a six. I hit a six iron. It was the longest six iron I ever hit. Hit a six iron. Kick in. Par. Save. On two. <laughs> good day. It's a good day. Okay. So then I'm like, oh, shit. What am I going to do on three? Because we got the shoot coming out on the par five. Yep. So I adjust my feet any a little bit and I go right, but not bad right. I'm just in the right rough. Three. I mean, I, I gotta stop right there. TC came over the night before. Oh boy. Oh yeah. TC came over the night before, drove his family in from Florida, said, Can I stop by for a garage beer? I said, sure. He got here, he said, pour me a bourbon. <laughs> just drove his family up from Florida. So we talked, we had three beers and he said, leave the driver at home. So I left the driver at home. I only brought a three wood. Really? No yeah, shit. I only three wood all day. So I, I guess I should start with that. But, uh, so three M in the right rough, I go three wood, three wood, 56 back of the green, two putt par. In the meantime, I'm sweating through my shirt. So I leave my bag where I'm going to hit my next three wood coming up four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hit like a, I hit like a, um, I don't know, probably a 95 yard worm brain three wood, <laughs> so you had to hold but it. I hit it so short. I got 275 left or something. So I go three wood, three wood. And then I'm in front of the green. I chili dipped one. And I, I think I ended up making bogey. Did I make a bogey or double on three or four? On three on four bogey. Yeah. And then part five, part oh, six. Four, four is one of the sneakiest greens around. I know. It's so hard. It had nothing to do with the green for me, though, because I, I chili dip one. Especially when that pin is, like, front middle. You can't hold anything up there. Uh, it was front left. No, it was front, front middle-ish. That's even worse. Yeah, that's even tougher. Yeah. So then you hit. Then you go to the part three. What was that playing? 190-ish? Yeah, but it never feels like 190 to me. Feels, it feels like 210. Yeah, I was going to hit high Baroni, but I hit three or four iron, maybe. Yeah. Short left, chipped it up. Me and Barn both had tapping parts. 
So you're 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 one over through six. Or no, you're even through six. You got to be feeling good. Oh, I'm even through five. Yeah, even through five. I'm even through five. Then you par six. Hold on. Then we get six, and I'm dying. I mean, there's <laughs> no water in in the fucking water fountain. No, you didn't bring a a jug or anything. I'm two in. I'm already two water bottles in. Oh boy. I'm telling you, it's 200% humidity. <laughs> so there's no water on on six, and you know six isn't. That's I'm that's I'm usually up far right, and yeah. I've got like 250 in. Yeah, I hit a perfect three. What I had like 150 home, like maybe maybe one. I think I had nine iron, maybe yeah. like 135 home. Did you play it out over those trees? Just a small cut right over those trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then nine iron, short just short of the green. I think I putted and putted for par. So then we go to seven. The big dog. Big dog. I'm in the right bunker. I'm in the bunker on the right, but that's a good miss for me there. Yeah. Three iron down, sitting right next to this is my this, now this three iron sitting right. I'm right next to the, the red stick, the hundred yard stick. Yes. Yeah. I got a, a 56 in my hand and I scooped it. I luckily got over the water, but I had such a terrible lie that I had a hack at something. I didn't even get out. I like I advanced it like three yards. Then I chipped it over the green. Just took a shitty double. Yeah. That was the only shot of the day that I wish I had had. <laughs> and so yeah, I was sitting, I was sitting at a hundred and two and took a seven. Yeah. That's that's rough, but I mean, hey, you you your your confidence is still high. So you're like, okay, I, I know you're talking to yourself. Hey, Bub, don't let it bother you. You just you know, yeah. even through six, we're good now, and we're heading into two the... over through seven. Yeah, we got we'll a, we got a we got a stock eight iron coming up. Yeah, stock eight. I'm in the right fringe, pins middle, and I think I three putted. Well, I three putted from the right fringe. I think I've got two putts on my card, but I made a four. Whatever. Yeah, right. Right. Then. Nine is dog leg right, short par five. Yeah. Um, next to the green and two, a perfect cut. Next to the green and two, chipped past the hole. I think I need to start carrying a 60 because I couldn't get anything like up and down without like running out, but chip past it, two putt it back for par. It's a good par. If you don't put the driver back in, you can have your 60. Yeah. If I don't put the driver back in, I can have a 60. Good point. Yeah. yeah, I can't have a 60. Um, then 10. So great, great front. You're, you're three over. Isn't that a crazy front? What is the front? Like 38? Yeah, but you came, yeah, 38. But you came back from, you know, uh, a double and then ended the, the front with a good par. And then you yeah. had, you had three over back. on the front. Right. You had another back three over. You got to be feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling great. Yeah, water. These, these are my worst three holes. I don't like these three holes. But I hit perfect drive on 10 for me. And it just kind of went through the into the rough. And I had this branch. Yeah, 10's, 10's not a 10's another hole that doesn't. Dude, but I had a good number. I had like 156 or something left. Like I hit a good three wood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just um, saying like your eye. That doesn't suit your eye. No. No, no. Um, so I'm standing over this and I'm going to play like a low thing. And out of nowhere, like I've addressed my ball and I get a gust that moves the branch. <laughs> I swear to God. So I hurry up and I whack at this thing and Barnes laughing at me and shit. And then I was a terror. He goes, that was a terrible swing. But I rolled it up. I think I made double on 10. Yeah. You look at my card. Yeah, double on 10. I made double on 10. So I, I the, the wind helped me. I rushed it. <laughs> I whacked it. And then again with the 60, like if I had a 60, I felt like I could stop something. But I like hit up, hit up high 56 trying to land it and stop it. And I couldn't stop it. And then 
So that was one, two, three. That green's kind of hard. Yeah, Four, five, green. six. I must have. I think I had a shitty first putt. I think I three putted it. Yeah, that green is severe right to left. That green is is sneaky hard too. Yeah. So then you go to the par three. What was that plan? I hit high baroni into it. Really high baroni. Never hit that green before. I was. I think. I think the number was like one eighty five, one eighty eight. And middle. Middle or like back left. I hit. I was. 10, 10 foot birdie putt and high just a nice smooth high baroni and I mean, that was the first time I ever hit that green yeah uh, two putted for par it's a great par there and then this then then we got the par five coming back and you know this one doesn't suit my eye because that big ass oak yep. is right in the middle of my cut yep I hit it over the oak right into position a I'm like next to that bunker on the right but it's not go zone for me because the green's protected on the left. Right, right. So I hit six iron down to like 40 yards away, chipped up back behind the hole and three jacks for bogey. Mm. Was the pin like front left, like short left? That pin's insane. Short left, right over the bunker, short left. And I'm high, yeah. I'm high left. That, that putt coming down was insane. I was After like, I put it out, I went back up and, and looked at it again. And it was, I was off on my line by probably 10 feet of where I should have putted it. <laughs> and I still couldn't see it from below the hole. That green's crazy fast from front yeah. back. Yeah, it was insane. Then you go to 13, long part. 13. Yeah. Yeah, high Baroni. High Baroni, right, uh, right rough. What did I make, a four or five? Uh, you made a four. No, you made a double. Five. I made a double. Yeah, I was looking I at had a shitty team. chip. Had a shitty chip. Three went past the hole, four missed coming back, tap in for five. It's a tough felt like I hit a. I felt like I hit a good, a freaking good shot. I felt like I hit the same, the same shot that I hit two holes ago on that par three. Dude, between those, I would argue between those two par threes, I bet you, if I had to guess, if if you par both of those, you're taking at least two and a half strokes from the field, if not more. Yeah. I mean, those are two really hard par threes for just the average Joe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Super hard. So then, so then you go to the drivable. So I guess, I guess now that I'm sitting here talking about it, I guess there's a couple of shots. Like I'm sitting here and I'm like, dude, I don't think I could have done better than 82, which I still probably don't, but. There's a couple of putts in there that, oh yeah, whatever. Right. I thought it was just that that 56 in my hand downhill from 100. That was the one that was pissing me off. But so then I go to the easy par four, 14, 14, which is perfect for me. Yeah, hit it out there. I'm like 70 out. I leave my. I got an uphill putt. I just lipped it and then tap in par. And then finally, on the walk to 15, the cart kid was filling up the water jug. Because <laughs> I, had, I, had I had asked Barn for some of his water. Barn wasn't too happy about that. No, he's like, take his, he, Barn was letting me take as much as I wanted. Of course he was. <laughs> Barn Steros. Yeah. Seven Barn Steros. Um, then you go on a you go on a run here. You go on a, a, a three streak turkey par train. So then you go to fifteen short. Uh, well, no, yeah, you go. To I 15. made par on fourteen. Right. Fifteen, sixteen. Correct. You go to fifteen. Fifteen's again. I think probably the one or one of the toughest holes there. That approach in, unless you unless you smoke it. And well, I'm anxious to hear what you what you did here because you only have three wood. Dude, what was your approach in on that hole? Pounded three wood. I had 190 left with a flyer lie out of the right rough. Right. Like first cut. I mean, that approach in is never. Dug in with a seven iron and hit the longest seven iron of my life. Flew it over that bunker and landed on the green high. And I was in the back fringe. Two putt and get out of there. I think I had, I think I, I think I, I don't think I putted down that hill. I think I chipped it to like 10 feet 
maybe eight feet and I putted back up the hill and made a putt. Nice. There you go. Yeah, that was a that that was this that seven iron that I hit from like 190 was the farthest I've ever hit it. Dude, that that approach in, I don't think I've ever had less than like you know 160, if that. Yeah. It's always it, it plays up and then you have the bunkers. It just that approach in for whatever reason is tough. I didn't have the good angle. Yeah, you'd probably I had to go over the tree on the right. Right. So then you get to the part three. What was this one playing? Six iron, like 183 or something. Yeah. I hit a six iron into it. Pin was like back middle. Mm. Pin was like back middle. I was on the green, it was like mid, middle right. And then I two putted. But I got cocky here. <laughs> I left my bag. <laughs> Oh boy. You know, I left my bag where I was going to hit my drive on 17. Yeah. Because I just pounded three wood wherever I wanted all day. So I left my bag in it, in it, like up near that green, the 17 green, right off of 16 T, or right off of 16 T. Yeah. I just carried a putter and a three wood with me. So I hit it far right, like eight. I tee off on 17. I'm an 18 rough, but it's still a short, easy hole. There's no trees anymore. Mm. So I have like eight iron in less than that. I have wedge in, I'm like 125 in from 18's rough. And I put it, that green was hard as a rock, probably coming out of the rough, but I put it, I like bounced like a basketball court and went to the back of the green <laughs> with a wedge. And then I'm on the, so I'm on the lip, the collar, and I three putted from there. Yeah. Because I was thinking that I could have broke 80, I think, at this point. But I wasn't. I hadn't added it up. I added it up in my head. So I three-putted from the fringe on a pretty flat putt, to be honest with you. I guess I wish I had that back, too. Yeah. Because I got, do I got three jack or two two on my card? I'm not looking at your actual. I'm looking at your LBK. Um, it doesn't matter. I don't know if I gave myself three putts or two putts. It was just because I was on the, like, the friggin' fringe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And then 18. So after you, uh, after you, after you finish 16 and you just want a, a, a birdie train there, three pars in a row, are you at any point thinking about, you know, what your net score will be or points or anything like that? Or are you just playing? No, nah, dude. Were you thinking about score at least? No, I, I stopped adding my score up like two years ago in your league because when you're playing good and you start adding your score up and you start doing backwards math in your head, then you make two triples in a row and everything goes to shit. Right. I mean, do you remember when I was texting you guys? I was up there. I was like five over through 16. And then yeah. I took like a, a 12. <laughs> why? That's why I don't look at my phone, man. I can't focus yeah. on multiple things. Yeah. So then uh, I was either then it was like, 17 green barnes like hey man or maybe it was maybe it was 17 t barnes like hey man let, let's get two pars here and you're gonna post a number i said yeah i know and then i yeah and then i think i made two bogeys yeah bogey bogey to finish i mean 18's tough it's the number four handicap in that in that place. 18 i i didn't get a ton on my drive but i was in the middle of the fairway and then i was right at like kind of like the base of the hill yeah. Coming up to the green. And then I rushed that chip. Like barn was still walking up behind me. Like, I don't know why I rushed it. Yeah. I was just trying to get it up on there and get the fuck out of there. So I didn't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> and then I rushed that chip before barn even got to his ball. And then I was, so that was three. Then I chipped four to tap in. So tapped in five. Yeah. I mean, Hey, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it could be a, a triple or you know i think the thing is is i had zero expectations it was my second round of the year really zero expectations i could have gone out there and shot 110 yeah right <laughs> right you know probably playing super free super loose like you said not expecting yeah, i was just worried about you know not having to call an ambulance <laughs> yeah right. well great playing great shooting tough course i mean we, we talked about earlier that and George Dunn.
or two two majors in your pocket, you know, four years in, that's a pretty good uh, it's a pretty good stat to have there, Bob. I think I'm a bit. I mean, I keep this trajectory. I might be in the Hall of Fame in this thing. <laughs> right? How many two time major winners are there? Uh honestly, probably. Yeah, maybe one. If there's, let's say this, I could probably count them on one hand, if that many. So yeah. you're you're sitting one pretty much jump up with uh, 10, 15 points. So basically, it's like you played in all the events. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna yeah. help you out, but big time. Oh yeah. But no, we uh, we appreciate you coming on and, and walking us through your card. Uh, we enjoyed it as always. So thank you again. Your your twenty twenty two Southside Tour PGA champion, Mr. Brian Hogan. Thanks for having me. Well done. No problem. All right, folks, we are back, and what great insight from the PGA champion, Mr. Brian Hogan, uh, giving us a little hole by hole action. Um, great to hear, man. I love yeah. when stories like that happen. Um, like I said, Brian just had their second child not too long ago, maybe two months ago. So I know he has been playing a lot, uh, sure. to go out for your first round, your first official CGT round, but you know, your second round yeah. year, I mean, Rob, can you imagine if you only played two rounds this year so far? <laughs> Sometimes I wish I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. But you know, like you said though, like when you go out there with zero expectations, right. You kind of usually play your best and, I always, you know, say when you walk, I think you play the best. So, but not in hundred degree weather though. But, right. You know, I mean, what an absolute wild man move too, especially at Belmoral, a long course to leave your driver at home, <laughs> and then play through it all day. Like, I love that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I wish I do that myself. You know, right? It's, right. Uh, it makes life easier. You know what else I love, Rob? What's that? Our book it with T picks, dude. He's five. Dude. He's five for his last seven. He hit Xander, obviously, this past weekend, uh, yeah. 22 to 1. So we're going to jump right into the John Deere boogie with T-Picks. Who do you like this week, Rob? To be honest with you, I, I like Artie. I went through the list today um, just to see on there, which, by the way, like, it's kind of depressing to see the field, you know, just yeah. like – I mean, I know it's the John Deere, but still just to see, like, you know, I, uh, some of these names that, you know, probably have silly exemptions that get on there, you know, type right. deal thing. But, uh, yeah, going through the list, you know, I like how Nick Hardy's been playing. We've talked about that. So, he's yep. he's up there for me for sure. Yeah. Um, his numbers significantly dropped from last term. Last term, he was like 200 to 1. Now he's like 40 to 1, like 45 yeah. to 1. He's been playing great golf. Yeah, I enjoy – I you know, like, again, John Deere Classic, but I enjoy this one because of the sheer fact of, like, usually – well, not usually, but sometimes, you know, the winner isn't in the open, right? He gets to get on the jet and go to the open. Because that was, like, speed, is, right? Right, right. I remember that when he chipped it in and when he beat Zach Johnson, and then he just had to get right on a plane and fly out for the open. I always thought that was cool. That's super cool. Um, I mean, that's life-changing right there. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump right into the picks. Teaser. Sure. Wu as his long shot, 150 to 1. Leviota, 80 to 1. Davis, 45 to 1. Day, 35 to 1. And McCarthy is T's favorite to win the John Deere Classic. And you could book it with T. I like, honestly, I like the day pick. Um, I like McCarthy. Yeah. I kind of like both. I mean, I like Davis too. Davis has been playing really well. Mm-hmm. He's kind of right around the corner. Um, day I could definitely see just because it's a weak field and he's been playing well as yep. a plate. So I could definitely see this maybe being a, a kickstart to his, his newfound career. Um, again, T's five of his last seven, you would be an idiot not to take <laughs> at least somebody on right. the list. Um, guys on absolute fire, but yeah. Rob, we're going to dive right in to the top three. Are you ready for the top? I'm ready. I want to know your top three favorite current live players at the moment <laughs> <laughs> and that could be oh. hold on i'll give you a little uh option here okay it could either be your three favorite or your least three favorite oh god um man i just can't stand sergio so he's you know definitely one of my least favorite you'd have to be in the three hole um, I just laughed today. It would have to be Patrick Reed, number two, with least favorite because he's wearing that stupid live golf hat on, right. and that presser. And uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I listen to the pressure today. Like those are the two people that I can't stand on it, but like, I don't like to like, I'll, I'll, I'll do my number. My favorite, I think on it right now is just seeing the, the mental side of it is like Wolf, like his explanation of it was kind of, you know, you know, it was kind of hypocritical, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know, he's probably when you're in a slump, right. You know, you, you get in that mental slump and you shoot bad and you got to keep on playing week after week after week and you can't get out of it. Right. You know, um, I'm not condoning him going to live, but I see where his point is, where it's like, More. if I could take some time off between right. events and get right, you know, with less, less pressure type deal thing. So that, and he likes the team aspect. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did so. see that about like how he, he loved playing college golf, right. Cause right. it was him with this team. Yeah. Right. How um, about you? I would say today's per today was a perfect picture. Put that whole entire presser. Oh yeah. Yeah. In, in my lineup. And you could probably go, honestly, either way, you know, starting with Bryson at three or one and then working your way left to right or right to left. Um, yeah, just I would say those are my three favorite because I just, you know, those guys, besides like Bryson, I mean, Patrick Reed is just like a villain. Uh, yeah. Brooks is just a, a whatever bro. And, you know, but the thing is, like, nobody wants to come out and say it at all. Yeah. Um, Bryson, I could see him kind of being in it for multiple reasons. But obviously, you know, I think Reed and Brooks, I think their their decision was pretty easy. But, yeah, mm -hmm. they're also bozos, too. Like, yeah, you know, some of the stuff they say is just like, Jesus, did you – did anybody give you any type of, you know, advice coming into any of these pressers? I mean, Brooks is terrible at it. Terrible. Like, just like a wish washer, like hypocritical, like, oh, you know, PJ lets me make my own schedule, right? And now he's saying they don't today and that he gets to make his own schedule with the live. And it's just like how much how much do you believe that they made the decision after the US Open to go? Oh, not a chance. Not I can't believe he even said that. Like he didn't talk to him until like I think no laying up had the timeline. Like you're so you're telling me they talked to you on Monday of last yeah. week and then you made your decision Monday night already, you know, type deal thing. I, I do did they ever save his number? No, I don't yeah, think I, so. I would be very curious what his number is. I bet you it's north of Bryson. You think he made more than DJ? Uh maybe not DJ. Yeah, I would say ballpark. Yeah. But I I don't think he's I don't think he has the ego for Bryson making more than him. So you got ego. What about uh, Gucci's stupid uh, oh, God. That, uh, tweet? Basically saying he's the Tiger Woods of. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, yeah. come on. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. If anything, he should be, he should be saying Phil. I mean, that goes, yeah, it goes back to your Phil comment. Yeah, for right. sure. Opposed to crediting himself. Um, right. For making more guys money. Like, yeah, I, that was an idiotic thing to say, but yeah. Nevertheless, Rob, um, great episode, packed episode. Yeah. Um, also, Rob, a reminder, North and West Side Tour. Scores are due by Friday, 9 p.m., so make sure to get those in. Um, but as always, Rob, we will see you in the fairway. See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.